Hi, everybody. Today is November the 20th. This is Born on This Day. I'm Amanda Barker. And I'm Bill Antonio. And today is Transgender Remembrance Day. Mm. So for generations, transgendered people have suffered various forms of abuse and death for challenging the views, notions, and stereotypes around what is male and female identity. So every year we set aside November 20th as Transgender Day of Remembrance. And this holiday is meant to honor, commemorate, and memorialize those who face discrimination and stigma on a daily basis at times across the nation. This holiday is also meant to focus on the persistent struggles of transgendered people in the face of their everyday lives and how you can help them and share their love, support, and hopefully some hope. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yes, it's very important. Mm -hmm. Very important day. And if you were born on today, you are very important as well because you are known to be a great people person. You're energetic, you're passionate, you're focused. You can also be very intelligent. The problem is you have a tough time focusing on one thing and carrying it all the way through. So stick to as my mom would say, isn't your strong suit, but certainly your passion will get you there, I'm sure. Oh, all right. Well, let's see who that's true of today. Our first birthday celebrant is Dan Bird, who played Courtney Cox's exasperated son, Travis, on seven seasons of Cougar Town and starred in the comedy hit Easy A. Recently, he was on the show Utopia and episodes of Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt and The Good Doctor. He was born on this day in Chicago, Illinois, in 1985. Interesting. I wonder who he was in The Good Doctor. Mm. Um, you never watched, watched Cougar Town? I didn't. Oh, it's so good. I love that show. Yeah? Yeah. I didn't watch it. Mm. I did like Easy A, but that was mm -hmm. a long time ago. Yeah. Now. Well, Andrea Riseborough is fast grow showing herself, and she might be still growing. I don't know. I don't judge. Uh, she is one of the most talented actors working today, beginning with her role in Mike Lee's Happy Go Lucky, her star turn as Wallace Simpson in Madonna's film W.E., Oblivion with Tom Cruise, the series Bloodline, and Mandy with Nicolas Cage. She was born on this day in Newcastle-upon-Tyne in England in 1981. I think she's very talented. I like her. I, I know that um, Glenn Sumi, the, the great eminent critic at Now Magazine, who's also a friend and the loveliest guy, he was saying that he finds that she's um, really brilliant technically, but that he's always left cold by her performances. And I can kind of see why. I don't think she's mm. really pierced the veil yet, but I think she's really good. What is Madonna's film... W E. It's about Wallace Simpson and uh, Prince Edward when he abdicated the throne to marry her. I want to see that. How do I? How does one see this film? Uh, I, I'll look it up to see where it's not a very good film. I saw it at TIFF with Madonna oh. sitting not far from me, so I mainly watched That's her exciting. watching her film because she puts glasses on. <laughs> uh, a friend of mine uh, got me the tickets, and it was a great night. I mean, it was a, a magnificent gift. You know, it, it was so great. Yeah, but. Um, I have faith that Madonna will make a good movie as a director, but it hasn't happened quite just yet. But, you know, if you know, if you know very little about the story, it's um, worth seeing. And also, it is this very interesting case of the fact that um, everyone always talked about what Edward gave up to marry her, but people rarely mm -hmm. talk about what she gave up uh, to marry right. him because she did give up a lot right. as well. Um, so, I'm very yeah. interested in that whole story. Mm -hmm. I just am. I'm very interested in her because she obviously was a very strong person, mm -hmm. certainly not what you'd consider a beauty nope. or at least a traditional one. So then you always have to go, what was it? What was it? Why? Mm -hmm. And what was their relationship? And what did that look like? And they had such an interesting 
life after the fact in Paris. So anyway, I'm I'm always very interested. There's in nothing that can compensate for charisma. And it's very rare that you can learn it. You either got it or you don't, mm-hmm. you know. Well, speaking of charisma, uh, Sean Young became famous with her roles in Stripes, Blade Runner, and Dune. She was originally cast as Vicki Vale in the first Tim Burton Batman film, but had to drop out because of a broken ankle, then dressed up in a cat suit and walked onto the Warner Brothers lot, hoping to get a role in the sequel, which didn't pan out. Leading roles in A Kiss Before Dying and Once Upon a Crime became scarce towards the end of the 90s, when she became more famous for her colorful off-screen personality, which included her being charged with stalking James Wood after their breakup. James Woods, excuse me. In 2008, she entered rehab to deal with the alcoholism that was likely at the heart of all the bridges she'd burned. And although you see a computer graphically created face on her body, she did provide the voice for her dialogue in the Blade Runner sequel in 2017. She was born on this day in Louisville, Kentucky in 1959. I did not know about all that because I remember her when she, you know, she was sort of on the cover of a lot of magazines mm-hmm. back in the day. And then I, you never heard from her again. Yep. And I can see why. <laughs> yeah, she got a reputation for being crazy. She was like leaving dead animals on James Woods's doorstep and all. I mean, can you imagine anyone wanting to be around James Woods that much? I mean, it's amazing. I, I just love the idea of walking onto a set where you're no longer working in like an outfit. Yeah in hopes that that will book you a role yeah, again. Who a very famous story. Yeah. Uh, ended up Kim Basinger, and she was the highest paid uh, female actor of that year. Right. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. Fascinating. Guess she wished she didn't break that ankle, man. <laughs> well, Ming-Na Wen starred in the 1993 hit drama The Joy Luck Club and went on to appear on The Single Guy and provided the voice of Mulan in the 1998 Disney animated classic. She starred as Jing Mei Chen on 10 seasons of ER, appeared on episodes of SGU Stargate Universe, and most recently was on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. She was born on this day in Cologne Island, Macau in 1963. She's very pretty. Joel McHale starred on the first seven seasons of Community, plus appeared in the films What's Your Number, Ted, Deliver Us From Evil, and episodes of The X-Files Reboot and Santa Clarita Diet. He grew up in Seattle, but was born on this day in Rome, Italy in 1971. Oh my gosh, I did not know he was born in Rome. Mm -hmm. That is fascinating. Does he speak Italian or anything? I don't know. I think think he was born there because his parents were doing business there, and then he moved back to the States as a kid. He's interesting. I find him interesting. He seems like a basic yeah, white guy to me. Like he's not. He yeah. Like strand me at a motel yeah. and he's the only option. I'll have a great time. But like he's, I don't find him all that exciting. I did enjoy uh, talk talk soup. Was that the name of his? I think show? so. Yeah. I I did enjoy that. Um, it was a bit of a guilty pleasure. No, he's funny. He's interesting though because he. Um, I mean, yes. I agree with what you're saying. He he was interesting to me because he's a actor who said, "Oh, I could make money doing stand up," and then just wrote stand up and then went and did stand up. Yeah, and that would always be my. I mean, the few times I've done it, that's always been my approach. Mm-hmm. Is oh, I'll just write, I'll write a funny monologue, and do it. And uh, people who talk about stand up and doing it all the time, obviously, it's that's not really how you treat it. That's not usually yeah. how it's approached. But he went and did it and just like performed it three times and did a stand-up special and made a bunch of money yeah. on it. I just thought that was great. For sure. And he's also well, one of those guys that like would shock you to find out that he's really nice, you know, because he just has that jerk face. Uh, he has a bit of a jerk. He plays a jerk. Yeah. Like that's he trades on that yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Um yeah. And no, those people are always like, like the sweetest. 
He's also like six five yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. Really, really tall. Yeah. Um, she's probably pretty tall too. Bo Derek was a model and actress who made her film debut in the Jaws ripoff Orca. Oh, she an Orca? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. we've talked about that, I think, Orca the Killer Whale. And then achieved fame with her beaded hairdo in Blake Edwards' 10 in 1979. That's a funny story too, how she was on vacation and right. was trying to take it out. And they were like, no, 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 leave it. <laughs> Throughout the 80s, she won six Razzie Awards for the films directed by her husband, John Derrick, Bolero, Tarzan, The Ape Man, and Ghosts Can't Do It. But she's still working. She appeared in the last Sharknado movie in 2018. And she was born on this day in Long Beach, California in 1956. I got to say, I, I love it when people own it, you know, and Bo Derrick has just never let anyone make her feel bad about herself. And I love that I feel about like, her. Yeah. My impression with her was always she never thought she was a serious actress, right. so she'd just take whatever work. You know, she's more of a model than an actress, yeah. so she kind of take whatever was was thrown at her. And, um, and she's like, make of fun a, of me, but at the end of the day, I'm still way hotter than you, so enjoy your life. <laughs> I mean, she'll always be that hot girl in 10, right. you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. Speak, speaking of white guys and slight misogyny. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, here's a favorite of mine that um, I feel never has gotten her due, and that's Callie Thorne. She was Laura on Homicide, Life in the Street, and appeared on five episodes of ER. Later, she was a recurring character on The Wire and Prison Break, before earning a Golden Globe Award nomination for three seasons of the show Necessary Roughness. She most recently appeared on Law & Order SVU and NCIS New Orleans, and was born on the state in Boston in 1969. I can't picture her. Um, Necessary Roughness is a show that never hit it big. Um, and it's a shame because I loved it. She played like a, um, she was like a psychiatrist for sports stars. So okay. every week her client would be like the next hottest guy in Hollywood. Um, but it was also like, it was a beautifully shot show and it was really funny. And she just was the perfect, perfect uh, person in it. But it just, it, the show never really blew up and it's a shame. Oh, that's too yeah. bad. Uh, Richard Masur, did I say this right? I think so, yeah. We're going to go with it. Uh, He's a character actor who was nominated for an Emmy for his role in The Burning Bed. Later, he appeared in Heartburn with Meryl Streep, the miniseries It, Six Degrees of Separation, episodes of Transparent, Orange is the New Black, and Younger, and he was born on this day in New York City in 1948. Jeremy Jordan made his Broadway debut in Rock of Ages before taking the lead in West Side Story a year later, followed by the musicals Bonnie and Clyde and Newsies, for which he received a Tony nomination. On television, he was on Smash and is currently on Supergirl. In film, he was in Joyful Noise, American Sun, and the film version of the musical The Last Five Years. He was born on this day in Corpus Christi, Texas in 1984, and is not to be confused with the gay porn star Jeremy Jordan, who was popular in the early 2000s. Oh, gosh, I thought it was him. (laughs) (laughs) Different worlds, different worlds. Uh, Richard Dawson um, probably wished he was a porn star. He appeared as an actor on the new Dick Van Dyke show in the 70s and 168 episodes of Hogan's Heroes, then gained even more fame as a panelist on shows like I've Got a Secret, Match Game, and most famously as the host of Family Feud, where he kissed everybody. He was born on this day. I mean, if he didn't get the herp from that show, I don't know. He was Born on this day in Hampshire, England in 1932, he died in 2012 at the age of 79. Can you imagine if he was still doing that show now? Like, he would have killed a million people with COVID before they'd finally put a stop to him. 
Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nasty. We did. Um, so our, our, our performer, director, writer, friends, Andrew and Rob did uh, a night at, at um, Bread and Circus that was like a live game show thing. And I played Richard Dawson. Oh my God. Bread and Circus. I haven't heard that in so long. Yeah. I was, my first play was one of the last things that ever went up there. Um, and, uh, yeah. And I remember we did a game show thing that night and I played Richard Dawkins and I had the best time. Oh, that's so yeah. fun. I forgot about that, uh, theater. Yeah. Yes. Jerry. And I forgot about theater in general. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know it's too painful to think about. All right. Jerry Harden is best known for playing deep throat on 11 episodes of the X-Files, a busy character actor whose resume also includes Star Trek, the next generation murder. She wrote and Dr. Quinn, Medicine Woman, and the films Missing, Reds, Ghosts of Mississippi, and The Firm. He was born on this day in Dallas, Texas, in 1929. Estelle Parsons worked as a singer in a band before becoming the first women's editor on the Today Show from 1952 to 1955. Her acting career took off in the 60s, and she won an Academy Award for her performance in Bonnie and Clyde. She was nominated again the following year for Rachel Rachel. Roles continued in the films... I never sang for my father. Rolls, Parsons. Uh, okay. No, <laughs> it should be R O L E S. Okay. Yeah. Oh, rolls. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I thought it was the last name. I just usually I anyway. Yeah. I just had that moment of like, am I? Because sometimes I when we edit these, they we combine two people and a name gets knocked off. So I just want to make sure I'm still talking about Estelle Parsons. Of course. Guess what? I am. So it's all good. Uh, continued in the films I Never Sang for My Father, Dick Tracy, Boys on the Side, and That Darn Cat. While on television, she's best known as Beverly for 61 episodes of Roseanne and three episodes of Grace and Frankie. She was born on this day in, in Marblehead, Marblehead, Massachusetts, Massachusetts yeah. in 1927, just down the road from Gloucester. Yep. Yeah. Marblehead is where Ronna and Beverly are. Yeah. yeah that's that's, great. Where, that's where Ronna beautiful. lives. It's, uh, it's a beautiful beautiful well where else is lana gonna live she's gonna live in marblehead because she in her shades of vanilla house can be nowhere else (laughs) although she's probably she's probably going to the vineyard for thanksgiving (laughs) mia sorry go ahead oh sorry no no i could we just do a deep dive on marblehead but we won't we won't (laughs) Mia Hama was working as a bus fare collector when a Toho Studios producer spotted the 16-year-old and brought her in as an actress to appear in a number of films. I'm sure there's more to that story, but anyway. Her fame peaked in 1967 when she appeared in King Kong vs. Godzilla and as the Bond girl Kissy Suzuki in You Only Live Twice, making her the first Asian woman to play the main Bond girl. Often referred to as the Japanese Brigitte Bardot, she continued to work until 1989 when she appeared in her final film and then continued work as a television host and environmental activist. She was born on this day in Tokyo in 1943. Well, very exciting. The 46th president of the United States, Mm -hmm. Joseph Robinette. Biden Jr., also known as Joe Biden, is an American politician who served as the 47th vice president of the United States. Wait, he was the 47th vice president? Oh, yes, because some presidents happen twice. Yes. (laughs) Always ring twice. Uh, The United States from 2009 to 2017, and he will be our next uh, 
I say are because I'm American, mm-hmm. but he will be the U.S.'s next president come January uh, 2021. A member of the Democratic Party, he served as a United States senator for Delaware from 1973 to 2009. He was the youngest uh, United States senator, senator at that time when uh, he was sworn in 1973. And that happened on the same day that he the exact same day that he won the election many, many years later. Mm-hmm. Joe Biden did in 2020 run against the incumbent President Donald Trump, uh, and he won. And he, he creamed him. Yeah, <laughs> he was born on this day in Scranton, Pennsylvania, in 1942. <laughs> and he has said so much that can be said about him. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Too much. I mean, many podcasts do, uh, but he certainly had an incredible life. That's for sure. Yep. And there's a lot you can say critical about him too. I'm still glad he won. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's how we lean here. If you don't, uh, let us know what yeah. Born on This Day and all our social media channels. And then but, set um, yourself on fire. No, just kidding. Politics aside, um, just listening to what he's gone through in his family life alone, of course, losing his his wife when he was days after becoming senator, mm-hmm. um, become losing his wife and his young daughter, and then remarrying and... Um, having another child with uh, Dr. Joe Biden and uh, then losing his son. Uh, It's just an incredible story, his life. And he wasn't going to run. He really thought his time was done. They said it was Hillary's time and he stepped aside and and he thought his time was done. And only when he saw what happened in Charlottesville, did he uh, decide to jump back in. Now he's president. Yeah. I'm very excited to see what will happen. Um, almost as impressive as Joe Biden is Evelyn Keyes, uh, who called her 1977 memoir Scarlett O'Hara's Younger Sister, because that's what she was best known for, playing Sue Ellen in Gone with the Wind in only her second year in filmmaking. She went on to appear in Here Comes Mr. Jordan, Strange Affair, The Seven Year Itch with Marilyn Monroe, and a cameo in the Oscar winning Around the World in 80 Days. Her last appearances were the Betty Davis film Wicked Stepmother in 1989 and three episodes of Murder, She Wrote. She was born on this day in Port Arthur, Texas in 1916 and died in 2008 at the age of 91. Well, another uh, political person with a tragic life Mm -hmm. and um, actually a presidential hopeful, I think he would have been. Robert Francis Kennedy was born in Brookline, Massachusetts in 1925. He was also referred to by his initials RFK and often by the nickname Bobby. He was an American politician and lawyer who served as the 64th United States Attorney General from January 1961 to September 1964 and as a U.S. Senator from New York from January 1965 until his assassination in June of 1968. He was, like his brothers, brothers John Kennedy and Edward Kennedy, a prominent member of the Democratic Party. He's come to be viewed by some historians as an icon of modern American liberalism. Shortly after winning the California primary around midnight on June 5th, 1968, Kennedy was mortally wounded when shot with a pistol by Sharon Sharon, and Kennedy died the following morning. Sharon was arrested, tried, and convicted, though Kennedy's assassination, like his brother's, continues to be the subject of widespread analysis and numerous conspiracy theories, and he was born on this day. And the film Bobby from 2006 is Mm. not a masterpiece, but it's worth seeing. Mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. Demi Moore's Agreed. hairdos alone. Yeah. <laughs> 
Phyllis Thaxter was the daughter of a Maine Supreme Court justice who was trained in classical repertoire and came to Hollywood in the 40s, debuting in the Oscar-winning film 30 Seconds Over Tokyo. Other memorable roles included Blood on the Moon with Robert Mitchum, Come Fill the Cup, which is a real movie, Amanda, episodes of <laughs> Alfred Hitchcock Presents, and much later as Superman's mother in the first 1978 film, Superman. She also made her final appearance on an episode of Murder, She Wrote in 1992, retiring and living until 2012 when she died at the age of 92. She was born on this day in Portland, Maine in 1919. Blood on the Moon might be my favorite movie title. It's a really good movie, <laughs> today. actually. Yeah. Is, I believe yeah. it. Uh, well, Ned Vaughn was in a couple um, really great TV shows anyway. He had his break in the 1988 film The Rescue, then found fame as Jeff Hires on episodes of China Beach. That's one that comes up quite a bit yeah. on Born on the It was day. a big part of my childhood. Um, yeah. yeah, it was. <laughs> he was. Um, Marco yesterday was like, how can we never talk about people who are on Jake and the Fat Man? <laughs> That was yesterday's. <laughs> oh, yes. Anyway. And you guys mentioned, Marco can cut this out. You guys mentioned the film Fat Man and Little Boy. Uh, that's, it's a, <laughs> it's a war movie. It's because those are the two, the names of the atom bombs was Fat Man and Little oh, Boy. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but Marco decided to, to go into Jake and the Fat out. Man. I know. Well, yeah, we, keep it, do a... we keep it intellectually very high on this show. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to poor Ned Vaughn. He was in the films Wind, The Tie That Binds, and Apollo 13, and on television appeared on Murder One, Grey's Anatomy, and Lethal Weapon. Later, he uh, appealed, uh, sorry, last year, he appeared in the film The Best of Enemies with Tara G.P. Henson, and he was born on this day in Huntsville, Alabama in 1964. He was very, very cute and a very prominent redhead, if you remember the redhead on China Beach. Oh, vaguely. Yeah. Like, I do it from the commercials. My sister was always a Vietnam enthusiast uh, in that she loved studying that war, not that she was all for it. And uh, so we watched China Beach a lot. And so it was like a big part of my learning about drama as a young, young person. I feel, feel like I wasn't allowed to stay up that late. Um, neither was I, but, uh, you know, I managed it anyway. <laughs> Henri-Georges Clouseau had a dubious reputation during the war thanks to his making films for a collaborationist film studio, then in the 50s became one of the most popular directors in France with the films The Wages of Fear, which won the Palme d'Or, Diabolique, The Mystery of Picasso, and Inferno. He was born on his date in Niort, France in 1907 and died in 1977 at the age of 69. Dick Smothers was the younger of the two Smothers brothers, the musical comedy satirists who usually performed as a team or on their own on the Smothers Brothers show, as well as a number of late shows and variety programs. Dick also had roles in Casino, Speed Zone, and episodes of Fantasy Island and Laugh-In. And he was born on this day in New York City in 1939. My parents love the Smothers Brothers. Oh, for sure, yeah. They're definitely a generation. Yeah, they, they they went to see them live like a lot. Oh, Anytime amazing. they came by, they would go see them live. Well, I hope everybody has a wonderful November 20th. And just a reminder, it is Transgender Remembrance Day. Mm. Um, so take the time to sort of um, do whatever you can to support, to love, and to hope the transgender people that are in your life and the ones that are not. I am Amanda Barker. This is Born on This Day. And I am Bill Antonio. And thanks so much for listening. <laughs> <laughs>